We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads ever. And they get the Booze Bundle welcome box Four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? No. The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody. Welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. The Saints are two and two. And let me explain something to you people, how this show works, you know. We've been I've been friends with Dave for going on Dave what like twelve years and Andrew for ten and Kevin for longer than that. Dave texts me when the Saints are up thirty five to fourteen and he's like, I need you to cut me two sound bites. You know the ones where I was fucking right. So Dave, I'm just gonna get this I'm just gonna get this uh out of the way right now. I yeah. wanna go on record. I think that Drew Brees is going to uh impress all of you as we move forward through this season. And uh y- y'all are gonna eat your fucking words and you're I gonna be timestamp this right now. So there. <laughs> are you are you are you happy now, Dave? That you uh, I don't I, I right? don't think he was really lecturing us. That was more like the, the haters, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely for the haters. Look, um, this is what I'm going to say. I've got some thoughts that I've written down here. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've said it. He came from, with a speech prepared. I've said it before the season. I've said it during the season up until this point. And I'll say it one more time right now for all the people in the back. Shut the fuck up about Drew Brees and his arm strength. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it for the rest of the season. I don't want the local media to ask Peyton any more questions during press conferences about it. I don't want to hear all the national talking heads, the Skip Baylesses, the Colin Cowherds. Uh, it's over. It's done. It's, oh, we it's got, dead. The we media got, has tried to make this a thing. And now, personally, I think 
they look dumb. They look dumb, <laughs> one, because everyone knows Drew, Drew's arm isn't what it used to be. He's 41 years old, for crying out loud. Telling me that his arm is dead is like, no, no shit, Sherlock. Next, next you're going to you're gonna fire off a hot take that water is wet and that the sky is blue. Okay, big, you're not some tape-watching football genius just because you tell me that Drew Brees' arm isn't uh, what it used to be. Uh, but more so, they look dumb because, look, let's face it, it's not really... It's not really about his arm strength. When they're when they're saying that his arm is his, when they talk about that his arm strength, it, there's a there's a subtle Wake subtext up. to it all. They're insinuating something, and what they're actually coming, what they're, what they're saying without actually saying it, uh, is they're saying that Drew is washed up. He's done. He's finished. He can't. Be, he can't. He's, he can't be leading the Saints. And and you know what I have to say to that? That's bullshit. That is absolute bullshit. Drew is still good. He's still good enough to win games. He's still good enough to lead a team to the to a Super Bowl victory. Okay. The reason the Saints aren't sitting pretty at four and zero right now is not because of Drew. It's because just as it's always been, <laughs> it's because the defense is not holding up their end of the bargain. You want to point a finger, then you can keep pointing it where you've been pointing it since 2006, okay? The defense, 2020 so far, has not really been that much different than a lot of the other Peyton and Breeze seasons, okay? This year, what, you missed you miss Drew Breeze from 2011? You, you missed all those records he used to break? You missed that? Guess what? They could have 2011 Drew Breeze right now, and they would still be two and two. Why? Because they still can't cover a fucking tight end. Okay, <laughs> so go get go get some perspective. You you want the Saints? To, what, what you want the Saints to have? You want you'd rather have them have, them have Matt Stafford? Did you watch Matt Stafford on Sunday? That's what you want. You want to give up Breeze for that? You want Daniel Jones? You want Dwayne Haskins? You want? I mean, come on. Well, I, so get I some, here. Some, get some, some, people, some people want some people want Jameis Winston. Oh my get, God! That Enough is, of it. But, that's but, that is absolutely ludicrous. First, Jameis Winston has not shown us anything yet. Okay, look, th and this is my point. And and this, this, you put a nice little bow on it, Andrew. <laughs> I would just like everybody to get some perspective, realize how good we've had it, realize how good we still have it, put some respect on Drew's name, and just stop ruining his farewell tour. He is not. He is. <laughs> Top ten quarterback as far as QB rating is concerned. His, no, that's pan, his average, his completion percentage is still very respectable. Okay, this is the last season we are going to get Drew Brees, and most of this season we are probably not even going to get to see it in person. Stop fucking ruining his final season <laughs> with this stupid bullshit. Drew is doing fine. He went out yesterday and fucking put up five straight fucking touchdowns on these motherfuckers, okay? These were offensive touchdowns. This wasn't the defense with a lucky pick six. This wasn't a punt return or a kickoff return. These were five straight-up offensive touchdowns led by fucking Drew Brees. I got to say, that was amazing. Dave, I love that ramp. It's a great way to start the show. Uh, Andrew, the it's two... Lo it looks like he took a break from the IPAs today. <laughs> he did. Uh, oh, one. by the way, I am actually drinking a big boy <laughs> beer tonight, Dave. I am drinking Carbock. Southern wheat is really good. Um, wow. But I want to say, of all Dave, the Drew I don't Brees, even know if Dave can make fun of that. Of all the plays that Drew Brees made, he was throwing deep, so the analytic nerds had to shut up about that. But the two plays that I loved, Andrew, was Saints are down 14-7. It's third and 14. Detroit has him dead to rights on a sack, and he turned into like 2011 Drew Brees, where he 
steps up in the pocket, wiggles out of it, hits Taysom Hill for like eight. It's fourth and three. Peyton goes for it. They line up Kamara in the slot. He sees it, and he throws that perfect Drew Brees. I'm going to hit Kamara in stride, perfection, 29 yards. Three plays later, Saints score. It's 14-14, and they're off and running. Those two plays made me real. It's it's fine. Drew Brees, it's, it's fucking fine. He's He's fine. It's Amen. not really yeah. quite. Amen. It's well said. I, but, I think uh, I try to t- I try to say it on this show that too much was being made. That you know, listen, they need more time. They need just more rhythm, more reps, and Drew will get it together. And I just think we saw that in that game. That yeah. between Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith, the chemistry it's starting to come, and it's only going to get better. Well, I wanted to because uh, Michael Thomas is coming back. Camara said what Dave said in a much pleasant. Uh, much more pleasant way, but also Kamara said it. He wasn't wearing a shirt. Just allude back to earlier this week, a question that I got about Drew. You know, and a game like this will shut everybody up, just like I said. So he was on point. I'm never worried about that. It's nothing that that I gotta like award Drew for. You know, being Drew. I mean, I say it every year. It's Drew Brees. Like it's not much to say. He is. It's, he's as advertised. So he did a good job today. You know, we were able to get our offense going. Uh, Sean, Sean was on point. So, Kamara so does Drew. It's just Drew being Drew. Remember when Drew. Roman Harper Harper used to do Harper things? Drew always does Drew things, okay? And Drew things are <laughs> very good. Harper things weren't so good. Drew things are very good. This this offense, so it's it's hard to know because Andrew, when we did the tape break, then by the way, become a patron. You get Andrew's grades. Uh, you get 10% off. I'm leaving that special up. You can sign up annually, get 10% off. That's two months free plus the booze box. That's like three months free. So, so Andrew, you were talking about, we were talking about in the grades breakdown, Detroit is such a piss-poor coach team. The For me, the line almost blurs. Like, I don't care. The Saints looked awesome, and that's great. But as far as, like, going forward, Detroit is so poorly coached. How much of it was – Drew and Alvin and Emmanuel Sanders and the offensive line being off them. And how much is it is Detroit is just horse shit like they always are? Uh, well, Alvin Kamara has been look, he's been looking like the offensive player of the year in the NFL for four weeks straight. So I, I don't think that was you. This game wasn't unique to him being good, but yeah, you know, I, I, there's definitely a little bit there, but look, I, I, I said I thought this would be the get-right game for the Saints, and uh, sometimes you have to play a team like that. And look, it's still yeah. an NFL team. You still got to show up. You still got to execute. And they did all those things. So now it's did you improve, and can you take that into your next game? And that that to me, that's <laughs> the whole thing with this offense. And I, I've said it all along. I think the Chargers and the Panthers are imminently beatable, especially with – what the Chargers have going on right now, injury-wise. They're deep. The Chargers defense, you, you don't think of them this way, but they don't have Bosa. Ingram's hurt. They're missing that really good safety that I can never remember his name. They got – they made Tom Brady look young. Like, they got – they were up 24-7 and lost. And, you know um, – Yeah, so we'll I mean, see. You, Tom Brady threw five touchdowns. I'm sure Sean Payton's going to see a lot on tape that he can capitalize and take advantage of. So – yeah, I think it all adds up to two opponents that the Saints should be able to kick their teeth in and go four and two. That's that's what I'm expecting because now they've got that win, they've got momentum. Hopefully, they're about to get some guys back. That's the big thing this week 
that we're going to want to pay attention to is the injury report. You know, it'd be great to get Davenport, Marcus two first back. Uh, hopefully Lattimore is good to go and back. Uh, certainly Michael Thomas, I expect him to come back. Ramchek, we'll see. I mean, concussion, usually, if it's not a bad one, you can get back in eight days. I was that, surprised so. it was a concussion. I thought it was something, like the way he got injured, I thought it was something else. But Dave... What was more surprising to you, the fact that Patrick Robinson made a bunch of plays and looked great, or the fact yes, that the Saints' that. running game completely fell apart the moment Ramchek got hurt? What was more surprising? Uh, absolutely, number one. Uh, I will be the first to admit, as as right as I am about Drew Brees, uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> I <laughs> I've. I've been wrong about Patrick Robin uh, Robinson, uh, at least as far as his play last week. I, I've never liked Patrick Robinson. I, I ever since his first stint with the New Orleans Saints. They call um, it a tour, Dave. It's like Vietnam. <laughs> right. I've I've honestly. He I've was never... finally he was finally showed that he was worth the thirty second overall pick for the <laughs> yeah. first time in his life. Right. With, it only took a Saints, decade. At least. Right. He plays <laughs> like that when he's not wearing a Saints jersey. Yeah, but... he does. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, but I mean, so look, so he's made a believer out of me for now. Uh, I like him. And honestly, like a lot of people have said, you know, Peyton has always been, uh, you know, best man gets the job kind of guy. And if you're comparing him to Lattimore or some of our other guys and the way they've been playing, uh, I think Patrick Robinson deserves a chance to uh, well, here's the, to stick around on the roster. Dude, he, he has patiently waited his turn. And remember Ralph against Tennessee last yep. year? He, he didn't play all year. And kind of in a pinch, he has to go in there, and he plays awesome. Um, you know, kudos to Patrick Robinson. Well, and the, th- the one thing I will say – he he, He's made enough money. Like, he could easily be retired right now. He could easily well, the one said, thing you I'll know say, what, I'm just going to hang it up. Yeah. The one thing I'll say for him, though, is – you know, the Saints brought him back, and he got hurt against Atlanta in 2018, and he broke his ankle. It was a pretty bad break, kind of a dirty play maybe. Um, so he got – you know, it took him – maybe it took him a while to get healthy. But the thing to me, Andrew, is the reason why I think there's a better than fans maybe think chance that he's going to play and he'll supplant Janoris Jenkins maybe is – Sean Payton is not going to fucking put up with the penalties, the pass interference, I don't think. Especially now that Patrick Robinson has shown he can play this way. I think Sean Payton might have a quicker hook when Janoris Jenkins gets back if the penalties continue for him. Absolutely. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So, um, back to the offense, Dave. As we jump from topic to topic, is because our host is poor. Uh, 
I said I said in my You're column. You're doing a fine job. I'm, Traquan Smith, best game he's ever had with the Saints. I know he's had bigger stat games, but his game yesterday was amazing, especially that catch that helped wrap up the game. That was not a, hey, we forgot Traquan Smith exists. He's wide open. Ha ha, he caught a touchdown. That was, he was covered. He went up and fought for that ball and converted that third third down. I mean, best Breeze, game he's ever. I mean, Breeze was on point with Traquan. Now, all four passes to Traquan were darts yeah uh the two touchdown passes were tough catches great plays and uh our i i said this on the grades podcast which i don't know if you have you posted that yet ralph or does do they get that tomorrow? i have not they'll, they'll get they'll get that tomorrow okay. the Patre- patreon is so, doing uh, a redesign and it was a cluster is, fark today. I, I made the argument that as awesome as his two touchdowns were in that big third down i'd argue that the biggest play he made in the game was recovering that Josh. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Because because when the fumble, when Hill fumbles and it's going like 15 yards in front of him, the corners here and, and Traquan Smith's kind of running behind him and he uses his speed to beat the corner to the ball. And I mean, he, he dives on it. You know, a lot of times when you try to dive on the ball like that, it squirts out and somehow he gets both hands on it, secures it and he's getting hit left and right. And, that was a huge play. Fumble luck, baby. Saints had some. Saints had some good fumble luck. They didn't. They only fumbled like eight or nine times the entire year last year. They're like it's it's regressing to the mean, Dave. They're fumbling the ball all over the place this year. Well, that's because they keep giving it. They keep letting Taysom handle the ball. So uh, mm, yeah, that's yeah. They needed to shell the. Uh, I I love me some Taysom. We did a, we did the cup. But I mean, he—they need to shell that. Did you guys see? Did you guys see in the Discord? Now there's a rumor. (laughs) Like it's starting. It's just starting to get like the Cam Jordan back thing. It is. Someone in the Discord said that uh, he's 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 dealing with vertigo. You guys heard this? (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. It was. Totally unconfirmed. We're we're breaking the news right now that is totally unconfirmed and wholly unreliable that. Taysom Hill might have vertigo. I have to say, dude, as a person who gets vertigo, I get vertigo. I can't get out of the freaking bed. Like, if he's got vert, if he's battling through vertigo, props him. And oh, by the way, speaking of breaking news, Andrew is a modest guy, and he's not gonna he's not gonna fight with people on Twitter. But let the record show that Andrew broke the false positive for Michael Burton news. Andrew had it first. Not Adam Schefter, not Rappaport, not anybody locally. Andrew fucking Juge broke that story. We don't get the credit. Andrew didn't get the credit. But just so you know, if you're thinking of joining and becoming a patron, join this podcast. We break news. We are three for three breaking news. We're not like other yokels in the NOLA media where we just throw stuff out like AJ Green or Clowny or whatever. We're three for three. We don't break news a lot, but when we do, it's guaranteed to be accurate. And I just wanted yeah. to say that. Yeah, no, you better, Andrew, you're you not going to toot your own because you're modest. You, yeah, you bet. You bet. You people better follow me on Twitter because uh, eight yeah. months from now, I'm going to have that scoop again. <laughs> You know, and you're you're gonna want to know what it is. But speaking of that, Dave, um, I have to say, when I heard the six injured people out, they were up all night because the running backs couldn't sleep because they had to get retested for the Rona, and then they fell fourteen behind fourteen nothing. I gotta say, I was having flashbacks to 2015. I thought Rob Ryan was the defensive coordinator for a minute. It got dark. How dark 
of a place did you go when it was 14 nothing Lions? I uh, honestly, I, I didn't even phase me. Uh, <laughs> one, because it's the Saints, and I have the utmost confidence in them, especially when Drew Brees is our quarterback. Uh, and two, uh, because the Lions, it's like the guys on Pardon My Take said this morning, uh, the Lions are 4-0 and if they stop the game after 10 minutes. Uh, they have outscored <laughs> their opponents like 36 to nothing in the first 10 minutes, but they haven't won a game yet, or they've won like one game. Uh, the Lions this season are the kings of uh, getting off to a hot start and then totally blowing it. It's kind of like the bizarro Falcons. They don't blow late leads. They blow really early leads. <laughs> well, uh, I got to say this, and I didn't so realize I was this. never really worried. I, I really wasn't. Matt, I really and truly Matt Patricia is a fraud and a scammer, and believe me, a person that scammed their way to things in life they don't deserve, I'm an expert in that. So I know one when I see one. That dude... He, he has a pencil behind his ear, but his play sheet is laminated. Okay? He's a fraud. <laughs> He's a fraud. I love that. So, I love that. Um, <laughs> it's like, what, what does he use the pencil for? He it's doesn't. He's a, there, he's, it's, 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 it's a Ponzi scheme. He's full of shit. It, it's like what my six-year-old daughter does. She's always got these props and, you know, these things. <laughs> She's... She's always accessorizing, you know. He's like my six-year-old daughter's. What's the functional use behind what is this thing is in your ear? Oh, nothing. I just think it was cool to wear. That's what yeah. Matt Patricia's doing. It's like me smoking candy cigarettes when I was ten years old. <laughs> you know, we we talked about uh, in the off season. Um, you know, is Kamara going to get more touches, and is that going to you know maybe reduce the role of Latavius Murray? Latavius Murray. He was spectacular yesterday, and before Ramchek got out, got injured, the Saints were like, we can run off tackle whenever we wanted. And I want to play another soundbite from Kamara because this is really interesting about how Kamara said that he was goading Sean Payton into running the ball more during the game. We want to do that every week. We got the best O-line, um, I think, in the league. And, you know, when those guys get going, it's hard to stop them, you know, not just kept – Kept going to Sean like, man, make him stop it, make him stop it. That's that's just what I'm thinking in my head because you know when when, when we get going, we're talking about the running back room. When, when we get going behind that O line, I mean, it's hard to stop. I mean, how? God, God I love him. I <laughs> how much? How much, Dave? Touches do you think Latavius Latavius is going to get? I, I mean, he looks so he's looked so good these first four weeks. Not he's not in Camara's category, but he's freaking he's close to Mark Ingram. To me, yesterday he looked as good as Mark Ingram looked in 2018. He he's he can absolutely fill that role. He's always been able to fill that role. Um, you know, I I like the way they I I like. Uh, how much they used him uh, Sunday. Like Andrew said last week, though, I'd like to see them use him like 5% more. Just like 5%. I, I, I hated that signing, too. I was dead wrong about that. Here, I, yeah. I, I takes hated a, that. Takes thing. a man to admit that, Andrew. Here, takes a real man. Here's, <laughs> the, here's his, his, his projection is he's going to carry the ball. He's on projected now for 175 carries and roughly 725 yards Latavius Murray that's his that's his that's his 
I remember we had an over-under podcast about how many yards we thought Latavius would get. I think it was like, I think it was like six. I think it was like six twenty-five over-under. Man, I think we, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys this right now. Like, I'm just kind of half-heartedly paying attention to the Packers Falcons right now, and I just want to say, if yeah. you felt if you felt bad about how the Saints did against the Packers. And you should see what they're doing to the Falcons right now. It's I, I think it's going to make you feel a lot better about that Saints game. The Saints, the Saints play the Packers damn close. And what I, what I'm watching them do to the Falcons right now makes me realize how awesome the Packers. Yeah, are. just to give an update, it's halftime. They just got into halftime, and the Packers are up twenty to three over the Falcons. So. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, 18 of 22 for 228 and three touches. Verbal meme, guy tapping his skull. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, you can't blow a fourth quarter lead if you don't have the lead in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Peter in the the YouTube stream, the YouTube chat, says breaking news. Play the the breaking news siren, Ralph. Um, The Falcons are 0-4. Breaking news. Dan what if they Flynn. come? What if they come back and win? Oh. What if they that come would be back, crazy. What if they that come out the locker room and Dan Quinn doesn't come yeah. out with the team? What if? I, and then they win. Like yeah. <laughs> what if I wake up tomorrow <laughs> and don't limp? Right. Yeah, that'll happen. There. I mean, it's a real question now. Are we going to get the joy of facing Dan Quinn again uh, with the Saints? Like, if I don't, if, I don't think so. I think might this might be it. it. Yeah, he might not make it to our next. I mean, how could you justify keeping him after the Texans just fired Bill O'Brien? You know, (laughs) I don't know. Well, Bill O'Brien's Bill O'Brien's different though, because Bill O'Brien is like an asshole, and part of the reason they fired him is he's an asshole in the building. So, like, Bill O'Brien had extenuating circumstances. Dan Quinn, they everybody likes Dan Quinn, so it. It's it's a little Bill O'Brien was a little bit weird. Um, oh, but Bill O'Brien was the GM too. So now they yeah, got now they got to hire two people. <laughs> I mean, the, don't you think Raheem Morris is going to be the interim coach for the Falcons? Don't you think? Probably. By the way, to make not the Texans fans listen to this podcast, but Miami has their first and second round picks for next year for the Texans. <laughs> my wife said, I'm excited. She hate watches my the Texans. My wife. My wife. She hate watches the yeah, Texans. I, I, was, she... I was kind of ready to hand the MVP trophy to Russell Wilson, but uh, Aaron Rodgers Aaron is Rod. making his case. Aaron Rodgers. They, they just drafted that quarterback to piss him off, I guess, and it worked. Um, it worked. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Dave – we talked mm-hmm. about Breeze. Mm-hmm. We talked about the mm-hmm. the. We talked about your boyfriend. We talked about the receivers. The uh, the O line. Sean Payton was excited about it. It looked great. Uh, Ramcheck got it injured. They had to put a turnstile in. It sort of fell apart. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, no, we're we're totally fucked. We are totally <laughs> fucked. We need Ramcheck. Is, is is Ethan Greenridge? Is he related to Bryce Harris? Are they like <laughs> might be. distant cousins? I mean, no, I but think, Andrew, I, Andrew, I think, let's assume. I think him and Charles Brown are, are related. <laughs> let's assume worst case scenario, Andrew. Ramcheck can't go. They're not playing Green Regit, right? What are they? What are they gonna do? Well, and, James and, Hurst is back, baby. Oh yeah, I, I, I totally forgot he existed. Can Taysom play right tackle? 
Michael? Yeah. Not oh, with Vertigo, he, he can't. James Hurst. You, you remember he was suspended for PEDs, but he was in training camp, and he's coming back. So uh, my guess would be James Hurst is probably your right tackle starter if yeah. this week if Ramchek can't go. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's better than a UDFA, but it's it's dicey. Um, Barely. No, but you know, the thing the thing I'll say is as bad as Ethan Greenridge Greenidge was, um you know, first of all, he had to go in at left tackle for Tron Armstead for a handful of snaps. And then he was sent to the right. And I, I don't care who you are, going from left to right is hard. You know, you yeah. play a few snaps on the left and all of a sudden you're like, All right, go play right tackle. Now that that's a tough ask. And he he had it, it's it, it's always going to look worse when you don't have a week of preparation where you know you're starting at right tackle and your the whole game plan is designed around knowing that you're going to be there and if there are concerns that there's a matchup issue where you might be exposed then the game plan is going to include double teams and chips to help you out and that that just doesn't really happen when you're thrown in there thrown in the fire because of an injury so well i uh, i want to say this though dave maybe it, i'm just saying maybe it wouldn't be as bad if you had to you play know we we've, we've been sort of having an argument a little bit the last couple of years of hey Lattimore, camara ramchak who gets paid first who are they going to pay um, pay that man his money I think yesterday, like, settled the argument. Like, there's no question. They're paying Ramchek before they pay Lattimore. Correct? Yep. Correct. Absolutely correct. No arguments. No arguments. I mean, I don't think there's a Saints fan on planet Earth that would disagree with that at this point. No. No, but I mean, I, I mean, it was a little bit in the summer, kind of. It was kind of undecided, right? Like, it was maybe... Did you think that, Andrew? Like maybe it was a little bit of an argument, but yesterday sort of solidified it. There's no argument at all, or was it? Or, or am I wrong? And it wasn't really an argument before. Hmm. I... The Manscape Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light, so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrants, antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. I, I think for about two years now, Saints fans have been saying that Ramchek's the priority. Yeah. Uh, 
Dave, Cam Jordan played the lowest amount of snaps he's played in like five years. Play the, play the, play the, play the X Files music. Oh yeah. Okay, go ahead and then, then say what you were gonna say. I was gonna say Cam Jordan played the <laughs> lowest amount of snaps that he's played in like five years. Mm -hmm. um, we know mm -hmm. Marcus two first. We know he has uh, elbow and toe Ebola. We know mm -hmm. that's. A, I mean, that's just fact. That's uh, a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. I mean. And so, I saw the medical records. It's true. So now they need they need a complimentary piece to go with Trey Hendrickson. So do you think Mickey Loomis they didn't they couldn't go YOLO for uh Clowney, it didn't work out. It doesn't mean they won't try again. So are you still concerned about the pass rush like I am? Uh, yes. Okay, you can stop the music now. Yeah. Um, yes. I, we we don't have what pass rush. Uh, you have to have a pass rush to actually be concerned about a pass rush. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, you know other than Malcolm Roach, it's really non-existent. Whoa! I'll, I'll I will not. I'm I will not kidding. allow this Trey Hendrickson <laughs> slander I'm just to continue. Kidding. No, I mean Trey Hendrickson obviously has he's he's exceeded expectations. I would say. And uh, and he's played very well, but he's, he, you know, Cam Jordan can take over a game. Uh, Trey Hendrickson can't do that. Uh, uh, he, he, Trey Hendrickson's on pace for a double-digit sack season, man. Uh, do, do you not remember the games where Cam, Cam Jordan has, like, a batted ball down for an interception, pick six. He's got, like, two sacks. Uh, he's got, like... Uh, a fumble recovery. I mean, there have been games where Cam Jordan, like, is just an absolute force. Did Dave just go no, mute? There, did, did, I think you Dave think is, you know, uh... but you don't know. And you never will. Dave, did you... Uh, you know... No, there he is. There back. Is. You're back, Dave. You, kind of, you froze oh, no. out on us for a second. Oh, too. man. Bad, bad, bad connection. Uh, but anyway, just Cam Jordan on his best day is always going to be better than Trey Hendrickson on his best day. Um, and uh, we we need we need somebody to really step up. We really do. Well, here's the here's the thing, and and I know the Frozen Dave. Defense. Frozen Dave is the best Dave. <laughs> Frozen Dave is the best Dave. Here's the thing, though. This defense Rude. with the Saints, <laughs> defense in the NFL, defense in the NFL Sorry. this year has been atrocious, mostly, except for the Monday night game between uh, Kansas City. But that, that was against Brian Hoyer, so they get, of course they looked okay. Defense has been horrible this who year knew, in the NFL. Who knew that fans mattered? Who knew yeah, that made but I think difference? it does. I think I think fans, it, it, it makes it harder on the offenses to change plays. Crowd noise gives the pass rush a boost because the teams have to go in silent counts. I think it helps make average pass rushes good. Good pass rushes great. Great pass rushes unstoppable. And I just think without fans, if you don't have really, really good pass rush, you won't have the crowd to help you, your defense is going to suck. And I think there's like 14 to 16 quarterbacks in the NFL. They will light your fucking ass up. You know, the, the, the Lions game was sort of the reverse Raiders game, right? Derek Carr, the Saints started out strong, but they couldn't keep the pressure on him. And he just realized, oh, I'll just throw it to Derek Waller every play, and it'll be fine. De Stafford kind of went the opposite way. But I just think, you know, maybe 
we used to say if you could hold the team to less between 17 and 24 points, you should win. Dave, is it crazy for me to say if the Saints, if you hold the team under 27, you're playing pretty good defense in 2020, and that's enough to win you the game? No, that's what that's the that's the drum that I've been beating. You know, that that's the other side of the coin when I talk about Drew Brees uh and you know him being able to win you football games is you know you have to expect your it, it, all this team all the Saints offense needs is a defense that can hold like like you said hold a team to 17 to 24 points. But uh, that's what I'm saying is the standard because defense is so bad now and you don't have crowd noise and the rule changes. The answer, do we need to The answer is yes. 20... The answer is yes. <laughs> I mean the Saints have scored 34 24 30 and 35 so they've been over 30 30 or more three out of the four games so right if they and were... yes you should expect to win those games absolutely the chat I'm room says you, you should set the, the chat room says dave that you should sacrifice your halloween candy budget for better internet what's going on with my internet i don't know your, your background the hotline it's very disorienting to me it freaks me out it really does because um, it's so hot. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, I we'll think get Ralph. Ralph would prefer a picture of Anzalone, I think. Well, I, no, we'll get we'll get to Anzalone. Anzal, I got I got Anzalone was kind of was kind of booty yesterday. I got this sound effect for him. I mean, <gasps> oh, that's amazing. so good. He had the he had that, the PI, which Anzalone was questionable. Thing. But I felt like he was struggling a lot yesterday, Andrew. That was definitely a uh, thing that the Lions were doing. They were going after him in pass coverage. So his hair. Still it'll be interesting amazing. to see next week uh, if they try to duplicate that. If the Chargers try to find him in coverage and go after him. By the way, why why did the Lions not go after Ken Crawley when he entered the game? I don't know. When you told me that, when you told they me that last night, I said it was coaching malpractice. Is what that is. What? That was nuts. He played. If if he had played six snaps against the Packers, Aaron Rodgers would have thrown at him at least five times. Minimum. At least seven times. Yeah. At least seven. <laughs> yeah, on six I, snaps. <laughs> I mean, you gotta at least try him at least twice, right? That's just what is going on here, Dave. You got paper towels. You got a IPA. Oh, I, I thought I was. I thought I was muted. Sorry. Continue. Dave is Keep doing going. max headroom. Uh, Jason, there is nobody in the chat room under the age of thirty-five that knows who Max Headroom is, but I do. He did the Coke commercials. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> one guy asked, "Crawley played?" <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Um, I didn't know this either, to be honest with you. Another thing, you know, that was interesting that we talked about on the Grades podcast that uh, people can check out later in the week and um, is uh, Deontay Harris got injured and they <laughs> had Kamara running back punts. And I said this, I don't mind Kamara running the punts back or having to catch the punts because it's an emergency no. situation. Well, they had to do it yesterday because they didn't have Ty Montgomery. They they got to have somebody, right? But they should have done the Jarris Bird rule where they say that 
to the to Camara, hey, dude, fair catch it. Don't return it. I don't care if you see a alley that's eight 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 feet wide. Fair catch every time. Um but what's what's more terrifying, Dave? Alvin Kamara returning punts or Tommy Lee Lewis coming back and returning punts while Deontay Harris heals? <laughs> I would rather I think I I'd probably rather have Tommy Lee Lewis come back and return punts. He's very expendable. Very expendable. Brian, Brian Pavick hates uh Tommy Lee Lewis so much. I I would love to see him go nuts. So I don't know. That would be entertaining. Also, uh, Tara Reek in the chat right now, the YouTube chat says that Matt Stafford is Billy Bando. Cue the X Files music. (laughs) Billy Bando was nowhere to be seen yesterday, man. Yeah, where is Billy Bando? Crawley's back on the field. I know. I gave him a decent I'm... grade in the player grades. He, I, I he miss put Billy... a hit on Adrian Peterson. I miss Billy Bando so much. He was underrated. Ooh, I like this. Who who at Kev five oh four says bring Bans- bring back Lance Moore just to fair catch punch. Hell yeah. I am here for that. I saw a video of him recently. He he looks like he's in shape. He can he can I mean, go out there and the Eagles pay the Eagles pay Josh McCown twelve grand a week to stay in Texas and be like their their emergency emergency quarterback. So why can't the Saints bring back Lance Moore just to? I mean, basically, what what was it? The it's it's basically just the cash catch at the dome for halftime, <laughs> but like a level above. Like it's the cash catch, like the pro level, right? Um, yeah, but, it, but if he drops a punt, instead of not win, winning like a $200 Wendy, uh, win Dixie gift card, he gets cut immediately by Sean Payton. Um, who, who is the worst, who, which media member would you trust the least to besides Ralph Malbro to yeah. catch a fair, to fair catch a punt? Would I trust God, I would pay good Larry, money to Larry see Holder. Ralph that, I would I know. pay good money to see Ralph try. I would think Larry Holder's got to be high on the list. See, though, I could I could maybe catch it because I could body catch it. It might ricochet off, but I could I could attempt the body catch. You got you know you got to wear a helmet and pads, Ralph. You can't oh, go yeah. out there with no oh, helmet. Oh, damn. Oh, then, then I'm out. Then I'm out. Yeah. Ooh, Jeff Duncan. My dad says Jeff Duncan. That's a good one. He, yeah. I, you can't. You can't trust him. Fle- Fletcher Mackel. Does Eric Paulson count? <laughs> Forever Mackel. <laughs> Eric Paulson. <laughs> By the way, Ralph, I tried to watch. Uh, I tried to watch underrated. the video. They didn't attach the video to your article until late, late. Like I was again. I just kept. I was refreshing refresh, the page refresh, at work refresh, nonstop yeah. until like 4 p.m. Uh, and then when they finally put it up, I tried to play it, and I'm getting like an error code, and I've tried multiple times. So I don't know. I think is my does, m- does Paulson does Paulson do, do the internet for WWL? <laughs> no, he doesn't. I was gonna say Paulson didn't get any insults in, but my mom called me when I was driving <laughs> to the post office today to uh, drop off the shirts. And by the way, if you're a patron and you're owed a booze bundle or shirts, and you don't get them in the next two weeks, DMS. Text us, email us, we'll get you figured out. But everybody that's owed something should be getting them in the next five to seven business days. But my mom called uh, me. The, the, the chat, the chat is so good right now. 
Uh, Mitch, the Saints fan, says that Ralph has to use his good hand to wave the fair catch signal. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) And then catch it. Yeah, (laughs) and and then uh, Jason Champagne said that Jeff Duncan should fair catch a, a, a punt and then get blasted. But then the Saints fans would be so delighted that there's no flag from the reps. <laughs> he just gets blasted after a fair catch. Saints fans cheer, no flag. That would be but amazing too. Yeah. I was going to say, my mom, Dave, she insulted me about my morning show today. My mom. My mom she said, she called me up and I said, she, before, I, before she even said hello, she was happy about the Saints win. She said, open your goddamn eyes for the morning show. Please, for the love of God, open your eyes. Why are you are you squinting? You look like you're asleep. Before she even said hello or anything, so are my we mom certain you were me. not asleep? No, I wasn't. I. It's weird. It's weird having to stare into the camera for three minutes, you know. Or this, this today it was like four and a half. Uh, but I'll probably get bumped next week because we got that tropical storm Delta or, or Hurricane Delta. Is bearing down on us. Hopefully, knock on wood, it'll go somewhere. Is that going to hit New Orleans? Uh, it's like between New Orleans, Morgan City. It's it's the cone of uncertainty is wide right now. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Oh yeah, Fredo. Yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of my life, did <laughs> you guys see that Borat Two is coming out? Oh my god! I thought they made a Borat sequel. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it's coming though. So you're probably you're probably just thinking of all those other terrible characters that Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> does. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so Dave, is it, it's, I think it's time to, uh, to get to the hotline. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And listen, a couple of things on the hotline. First of all, some of you people (laughs) need to improve your audio. And I know coming from us, that's really, (laughs) really rich. But I mean, if some, we say your audio sucks. Your audio my sucks. God, it was, they had some of them. I could like, literally, I couldn't understand a word. Like it was just, it was just like a, like a, like a broken FM radio. I had no idea what it was. And second of all, if you listen to this podcast in your car and you're dropping your kids off for school or you're picking your kids up from school, the hotline this week has a lot of cursing. And I say this as a dude <laughs> that curses a lot. So uh, let's get to it. This week's uh, Saints Happy you know, Hour. I would, have, I, I would have thought there would have been more cursing when they lose. It's ironic that no, they won. There's a lot of cursing this week for the, for the winning. Yeah, by the way, this, this edition of the hotline is brought to you by the word fuck. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horseshit. <laughs> 
so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's 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 the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. Just wanted to tell all the Drew Brees arm truthers that they can eat a pile of dog shit. Fuck everyone in the media, including especially Colin. No, Cowherd. fuck Colin Cowherd and Chris. Fuck M. shit, Bayless. <laughs> fuck them Dude, all. Colin Cowherd defense said, got exposed. We're gonna, we're gonna, we have the easiest schedule remaining in the NFL. We're gonna run the fucking table. We're gonna make 2020. We're gonna make 2020 a decent year. All the Drew Brees arm truthers can eat a bag of dog shit. Colin Cowherd said Derek Carr is better than Drew Brees. Colin Cowherd can suck my fucking cock. Fuck him and his stupid fucking cake. He should be fucking fired and taken off of Fox Sports because he has no credibility now. He didn't even have the Saints in his top ten. Dude, the Saints are about to go 12-4 and four again. He's really a fucking idiot. What a win. My only biggest concern from this game is that it showed that Lattimore is replaceable, and Ramchek's going to say, what does Pat Mahomes make? Yeah, that's our starting point. Look at my replacement. Oh, oh well, we'll take it. We'll pay him a billion dollars next year. Who that, baby? Two and two. Fuck you, Dale, for not postponing the game. Fuck the refs and their phantom calls. Fuck injuries. Fuck the arm truthers. Fuck the NFL countdown hosts and their picks. Fuck the rest of the haters. Fuck defense in the NFL as a whole. And as always, fuck the Falcons. Who that go Saints. I mean, that's I like a the, the first one. The first one was my favorite. I like it's a, for, you're, you're listening. The profanity you twins. Well, <laughs> the obscenity twins. <laughs> the obscenity <laughs> twins. The well, I just you're listening. It's like a normal call, and all of a sudden, boom! From the top rope comes somebody else. You somebody in the know. chat room said the dude brought his two, own hype now man. Yeah, now we've got two callers, and I'm like, just picture them like wrestling over the same phone. They're like, no, let me talk. No, no, let me talk. Anyway, I, uh, no, that, I mean, good. Dave, this is this has got to be a proud moment. I appreciate, for you. I appreciate the Colin Cowherd. Uh, no, oh, yeah. the, the, I'm here for the Colin Cowherd slander, oh, um, and I like how he just he didn't like try to go over the top. He just cursed, and he's like his his takes. He just, I mean. Dave, you have to be so proud that you just – I created the hotline, and you just, over the summer, you pushed it and pushed it and pushed it, and it's growing. It is It is here. It is a thing. Oh, it's a thing, all right. This is uh, – <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy listening to these people calling every day. You know, we still – I don't know. Could you imagine if the Saints won, won the Super Bowl? I we mean, had the hotline. We can just do – What would the hot? What we would, the hotline we would just play, play that for an hour. We could. That would be the show, just just hotline. But I'm that would be the, that would be amazing. We but I'm really talk. proud we of the hotline even because be on the show we would just play that and that would be it. Because I called the hotline people out. I was like, look, the hotline was amazing post Raiders and post Green Bay, but it needs to be amazing every week. It can't just be fun, funny when the Saints lose. You got to bring your A game when they win. And I tweeted that out, and people delivered last night. Like we could have done this. If if people would have had good audio, we the, probably the could have had like five minutes of hotline. Um, somebody said in the chat room, "spicy." So, uh, the Saints, uh, they're two and two, and uh, hope is alive. And I gotta say, Andrew, I'm not convinced. I know people are are, are slurping on Tampa and Drew, and Tom Brady had five touchdowns and all this. 
they haven't beat a good team yet. You know, uh, they beat Denver, who is ass. They beat Carolina. Yeah, they're two and two, but Carolina's no good. And they beat the Chargers, who are ass. Like, I'm not convinced Tampa's any good. Um, so, I'm not in any way concerned that they're going to get away from you. But as you look around the NFC and you look around the South in general, do you think 10-11 wins can still win you the South? I think 10 is right, probably right about where Tampa's going to be, if I'm being honest. So 10 or 11 is probably the number uh, with not much room for error. Uh, I, I think 12 wins it probably for sure. Uh, 10 or 11 probably wins it. 10, 10 is tight. I think I think the Bucks are going 10 and 6. Yeah, there. You know, I said this earlier in the season. Like, I, I thought maybe their kicking game would cost them a couple games, and I thought – Tampa would be in some close games, but right now it seems like they're they're kind of making it happen and winning those games that are kind of the coin flips. So um, they're not they're not getting upset by some of these teams that you're talking about. Uh, yeah, man, I gotta say the Chargers. You're up twenty four to seven. seven. Thanks for nothing. And you got to pick six, and you still couldn't you couldn't hold on. Thanks for thanks for thanks nothing. for nothing, Chargers. I'm gonna go back to calling you San Diego are, for that. Are they gonna start uh, Tyrod? Are they bringing him back, or is it going to be a uh, No, a dude, J- Justin Herbert was 20 of 25 for 290 and 3. Like, they're not bringing back Tyrod, dude. It's, that's Justin Herbert's job for good. Um, but I was going to say oh, there Falcons, was a moment. Not for Falcons, good. Just scored, Falcons just scored and shanked the extra point. Of course they did. Um, but I was going to say there was a moment yesterday, Dave, where the Saints were up 35 to 14 and the Chargers were up 24 to 7 and it was a perfect Sunday you were like the Saints are going to be back in first place the Chargers of course pulled a, a, a falcon and collapsed um but look we're at the quarter point for the Saints Dave what's your biggest positive surprise after 4 weeks of the 2020 Saints hmm, that's a good question um I mean, first of all, just as in general, as far as the league is concerned, I mean, so far we've gotten through four weeks. We've avoided uh, having to cancel any games, really. Uh, I know not that in Tennessee. The Steelers, yeah, and well, they didn't cancel it; they've rescheduled <laughs> it. Um, but uh, but for the Saints, I don't know. I guess maybe the running game. I mean, I'm really glad to see the running game. Uh, uh, you know factor in uh, as much as it has been uh, I'd like to see that continued and I guess you know just to piggyback off that obviously Alvin Kamara has been um, you know back to his old self what wasn't really sure what kind of Kamara we were going to get after last season and, and his injury um, so it's that's that's been nice Andrew, what's your biggest pleasant surprise for the for the Saints or anything after four weeks of football? Uh, I mean, I have to echo Kamara. How can you not? Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily a surprise, but it's just such a relief that he's back to the level he was as a rookie, and then some. I mean, he he looks like the best back in the NFL. 
you know? I mean, he looks like Christian McCaffrey plus. That's what he's looked like through four weeks, seriously. So uh, that's been great to see. Um, you know, it's been a lot of disappointment, though. Seriously, like, Drew ha- hasn't quite been there yet. The offensive line hasn't quite been there. Emmanuel Sanders hasn't been there. Jared Cook's been a disappointment. Uh, defense, Cam Jordan, Lattimore. Even, I, I'd even throw Demario Davis, although he's kind of had a higher level than those two. But uh, uh, Thomas Morstead, you know. Oh, Thomas Morstead, he's been he's been asked the last two weeks. Like, and that like that was a critical Shankorama yesterday. It, it yeah. worked out because the Saints won. But like, what yeah, is I, going on? I guess on? Uh, J- Jason Champagne. You're right. Traquan is is one. Uh, yeah. Traquan has been a very very pleasant surprise, and he's really brought it for four weeks now. You know, he's been scoring touchdowns. He's been making plays yeah. here or there. You know, when Emmanuel Sanders really seemed like he didn't understand the offense and things might not work out. I mean, he just had a big game, but through three weeks, it was we were kind of wondering like, is, is this guy even going to be able to do it? Uh, Traquan was the number two receiver on the team he was the one stepping up so uh yeah i, I obviously traquan has probably been the biggest surprise in that you know so many saints fans are ready to cut him yeah. put benny fowler as as the number <laughs> three and you know give emmanuel butler 50 catches this year <laughs> so you know for, for traquan laid all that to rest and he looks great this year the nba finals are heating up looking for hot takes on all the postseason action the Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
gate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Yeah, I'm going to say my most pleasant surprise was, you know, we heard about how in the summer, all oh, these corners... Patrick Robinson and Chauncey Gardner Johnson and they're all looking they're all looking so good. They're so deep at corner. And honestly, the way the first three weeks had gone, I thought that was totally just bullshit from the media. And I was expecting the Saints to get roasted yesterday. And I know Stafford was terrible. But their corners, the backup ones, they held up yesterday on the road. Yeah. And it was a pleasant surprise for me, considering all the other things they have going on. Um, uh, you know, Malcolm before- Jenkins, like he, he's 
had some bad moments. Like he was bad on Waller, and he even had some bad moments in this most recent game. But overall, I've kind of been down with Malcolm Jenkins. I feel like yeah. he's been playing pretty good. Okay, so we got to get to uh, the questions. So that means it's time for. I'm real excited because the Astros won today. Suck it, America. Bang the trash cans. <laughs> I love it because, like, when Ralph does it, like, his, he looks up. He just looks up, and we don't know what he's looking at, but he's... <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh, my goodness. So, Dave, Balky <laughs> asked a question. The team only had five penalties yesterday. I'm worried something is wrong with them. Do they really have the Rona and are hallucinating into having fewer penalties due to a lack of oxygen? <laughs> uh, yeah, they only had they <laughs> that that tight end for Green Bay just scored again. That's his third touchdown. Yes. Yes. I have, uh, I have money on this oh game. Oh, my God. You do? I started yeah. him in fantasy, so I'm doing very well. I picked him the up. Fal- the Falcons have just been awesome for me on money this year. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Aaron uh, Rodgers, 20, 21 of 26, 284 touchdowns. Yes, he's quite the quarterback. <laughs> um, mm. So, wait, what was the question again? <laughs> I don't know. Something about... Did they have the Rona and they were hallucinating oh, because oh, of low oh, oxygen. Yeah, oxygen? That's why they had low no penalties. penalties. Yeah, they only had five penalties, but they still one of them was like a a big uh, pass interference or whatever. I mean, they're still giving up 50, 60. I think they gave up at least sixty yards or whatever. Um, still needs to be cleaned up. Not good enough. Call me when call me when you only have one penalty in a game. All right, this question from Jack Rabbit is amazing, Andrew. <laughs> How many tight ends could we offer to Ryan Pace before he trades us Mario Edwards and Akeem Hicks? Yeah. Well, Garrett Griffin's got to be on that list. After the blocking this, this Sunday, this past Sunday, you know, Garrett Griffin, I feel like the, he's going to be high on the list of Bears needs. Um, I'm thinking two should do it. Yeah, let's see. Um... Would you rather have Matt Rogers or Aaron Ryan to replace Breeze, or would you stick with Tamus? I would rather Tamus. I want. I want to. Although I want Tamus with no vertigo. Can't have vertigo. Um. So there. I never uh, know who you're actually talking about when you say Tamus. <laughs> I guess I, I guess you're talking about Taysom since you said Vertigo. Uh, also, Julio Jones had left the game with a hamstring injury. Uh, Do you guys to, remember uh, that song Vertigo by U2? No. Yeah. God, that was Let the please go Vertigo. Yeah. I mean, I just remember he starts the song with Uno, dos, tres, catorce. <laughs> Was the worst U2 song. I submit the worst U2 song in the history of that band. <laughs> Do you I don't like know. Have, you li- have you listened to that? Yeah, have you listened I, to U2 that? is cool. Uh, they used listened- to be until they came out with Vertigo. <laughs> have you listened to that? Um, have you listened to that 
horrible YouTube album they injected into everybody's uh, iTunes. Just even if you didn't oh. want it, they just put it on there. It's, right, right. It's I remember that. God awful. Like all of it is just it makes you want to. It makes you want to go deaf. Is what it makes you want to do. It gives um, you vertigo when you listen to it. <laughs> it's worse. It, it, it makes me want to. It actually, you know what it does. You know what it does, Andrew. It uh. It um. Anyway, I he's can't thinking. find it. He's thinking. He's looking for it. He's looking for I the sound. I can't find it. it. It uh. It's uh, not. It's not. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's too. That's what it was. It was uh. It was. It was uh. It makes me almost want to vomit. It. It was too low and people couldn't hear it. Um. So anyway. Uh, my computer, the, the the Google Chrome is kind of freezing up. I want to get to before we get out of here. Uh, we got to oh, do. Oh, I'm gonna mad, I'm gonna mad Patricia here. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so the Saints Chargers, Dave. The line that I have is Saints by five and a half. Mm, interesting. So, uh, Saints Chargers Monday night, another prime time game. Any fans? Well, what's the deal okay. with fans? Still uncertain, wait, right? Well, wait. So serious, serious question. Is, is this game home or away? Because I have no it's, home. It's, it's home. it's home. It's a home game. So that's another game I'm missing. That's a Monday night game that I'm not watching. No, no. I think it's, there's supposed to be fans, I think. Uh, well, I haven't been contacted. Uh, I know nothing about me going to the game. I don't know who, uh, if – are they – whether there's fans or not, that's up to Latoya Cantrell. That's up to the – Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, David. Saints seven and yet. a half. Saints are well, favored by seven and a half. Well, the game's a week away. Like, she, she's she going to make this decision – She's going to make this yeah. decision on a Wednesday or a Thursday and give the Superdome and the Saints three days to put a game day event staff together? I mean, like, what's going did on? You get the email from, did you get the season ticket email from the Saints? Like, I think it came yesterday. Did you see this? I don't know. I might they have said it. They said something about, like, she hasn't made an official decision yet, but we are optimistic that we're going to be able to have 25% of the stadium full based on our trial run with the families, you know, and they had 750 people and that went well. And so, yeah, another interesting layer to this is that Lafayette has offered to host the Saints, like in a stadium full full fans. LSU has just said, fuck it. They're not doing temperature checks. They're not doing anything. Like, they're just like, if you want to come and get drunk and watch LSU, you come on in. If you get the Rona, it's on you. And so LSU is just giving up. Is so we'll LSU no uh, no limits on fans? It's not. No, it's no, not that limits. they 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 still have limits, but they're like they're all their all their like stuff to like make sure that it's like orderly and like temperature checks and all these things to like minimize to 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 keep social distancing in place as you enter the stadium like they've thrown that out the window cuz they're like it's Dude, just is it would, would it not be the most 2020 thing ever that we finally are able to have fans in the stadium that they allow 25% and you know everyone's got to wear masks or whatever and then this hurricane comes and the Saints can't even host the game in New Orleans because oh the hurricane like rips the city up. Uh, like that would be just the most 2020 <laughs> thing oh. ever. 20, 2020, ever. Need, 2020 needs to go play in traffic is what it does. But yes, it does. back to the game, Dave. Saints, seven okay. and a half point favorite. Let's assume that it gets played. That's a big spread. Wait, seven and a half? Did you seven say? and a half. 
I thought you said five. Bro. I did. I was wrong. God, Vegas. <laughs> Vegas loves the Saints, man. They do. Like You're moving the golfers. For for an arm truther, Breeze can't throw the ball anymore. Two and two, half the roster's injured. Seven and a half is a generous spread. No well, the fans. Line, the line just changed in the last two minutes while we were talking because. Yeah. That is fucking stupid. Wake up. So Dave, I mean, I mean seven I like and a half is a lot of points, win, but, but I don't got? like seven and a half, Ralph. No. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Chargers. Uh, um, your internet sucks, by the way, Dave. What's going on? Are you not? Oh yeah, it says at the top of my screen. Poor connection. What's up with that? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, hear we fine. can now. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah, we're saying at the top of my screen. Poor connection. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, at seven and a half points. Honestly, if I was putting my money on it, I would take the Chargers. Um. Yeah, but uh, you know, n- 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 without the points and just being a Saints fan, and for the sake of this podcast, obviously I'm going to take the Saints. Uh, and like you mentioned earlier, Ralph, the Chargers couldn't do us any favors against uh, the Buccaneers. Not a one. Uh, and they're obviously dog shit, uh, <laughs> and they're going to be, and I, I, they're definitely going to be going with their rookie quarterback. I, unfortunately, I wish this game was being played on Monday night in front of a full crowd because there's no way we would lose that game uh, and there's no way uh, a, a rookie quarterback only starting his second game or his third game or whatever uh, would be able to handle that um, but unfortunately it'll be an empty stadium so it'll be at least uh, a little bit easier for him uh, but I think uh, I think I I think like you guys said last week this was their get back get right game and uh, they'll start rolling now I'm gonna say uh Saints 35, Chargers 17. And, and uh, uh, I'm going to go with... They uh, want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. I'm going to go with Ladavius Murray, my buddy Ladavius Murray. Ladave. Chargers, by the Le way, Dave. they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Le they're sneaky good. They're they're seventh in passing yards, 275, and 12th <laughs> in rushing, 125 on offense. I think that was funny, but wait, say, say that again. I was laughing at his French the day of joke. Andrew, Andrew thought it was funny because he's. French. I did. He knows what's up about French. <laughs> Can you say that again, Ralph? The uh, they're stats. seventh in passing yards and twelfth in rushing yards on offense. The Chargers. Yep. Yeah, but no Eckler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's interesting that Dave uh, Dave's got the Saints defense giving up only seventeen. You, yeah, are you? Yeah. Uh, does this mean that corners are coming back? Are you thinking two firsts? Are we no, that means two no, firsts on the field. No, that means corners are, are staying out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna right, have Crawley and P Rob locking right, right. it down. All right, you got that? You heard? You heard? Oh, the starter. Yes, I'm sorry, you're right. Ralph, we're giving. We're, we're giving up less than 20 because the starters are out. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, you f***ing I, I like the Saints to win this game. Michael Thomas is coming back. You know he's pissed off. He's pissed off at Emmanuel Sanders getting 90 yards receiving. He's pissed off at Traquan tearing it up. He's pissed off that Alvin Kamara is getting Offensive Player of the Year talk. That's his title to defend. Yeah. 
You think he's going to play? You don't uh, think the Saints Joey will rest Russo him another says, week? 10 catches, 155, two touchdowns. I don't know if I agree it's going to be exactly that, but somewhere in that ballpark, he is going to murder the Chargers all on his own. Saints 38, Chargers 24, 3 and 2. Yeah, well. I don't take into account shit. All I take into account is they kicked our ass today. That's what I take into account. Anthony Lynn, the Chargers coach, was pissed that they gacked up that lead. But I'm going to tell you something. Cam Jordan is going to reemerge, and I'm going to pick him for. I'm going to pick him for my. uh, They won't even bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. I'm going to pick Cam Jordan. The more the more of these I get on Sunday, or in this case Monday, the happier I am. I'm going to say Cam Jordan's going to have two and a half sacks. Saints thirty-one to twenty-four. So Chargers will cover, but it'll be a back it'll be a backdoor cover. The Saints will be in complete control. Justin Herbert, he's looked pretty good for his first couple. He's due for like a oh yeah, he's a rookie. Uh struggle on national TV, question everything about the Chargers. So I'm gonna go thirty one twenty four Saints. Does Tom, does Thomas Morstead have a punt under thirty yards in this game? <laughs> yes, and then we officially have Ugh. to worry about Thomas Morstead. We love him no, because he's a friend no. of the program. He's fine. We love you, Thomas. You're fine. You're fine. He's fine. Um, Please come back on the show. So <laughs> he's never. He's never. Nah, coming. he'll be fine. He'll he's be never fine. coming back on the show. Um, Fredo says cheap points at the end of the fourth quarter. That's right. Um, so you know, and the thing is, the Bucks play the Bears on Thursday. So maybe the Bears, Ryan Pace. Could Are they going to go back to Trubisky? Because Foles looked terrible. Dude, I, that no, the Bears didn't sign Cam Newton, even though he has the Rona. Um, that they didn't sign Cam Newton is just—it's just, it's just uh, a crime against football. Like, wh- how can you look are, at? How are, how are all of Chicago's tight ends doing? How are they doing? I mean, I don't think Jimmy Graham. Well, he had that touchdown against Atlanta, so maybe he's not doing. Uh... Ralph, do you remember that year with Ditka, where the Saints were three and zero with Werfel, yeah. and, yeah. and <laughs> even though they were three and zero, all of us were just like, "This, this team isn't... isn't going anywhere." Yeah, this team might go three and thirteen. You know, even though they were three and zero, they ended up going six and ten. The Bears feel like that. They started three and zero. Like that, it feels like that Saints good team with Warfel at quarterback. Graham has 14 catches for 136 yards and three touchdowns. So there. And he's uh, looked decent. He's. I, I would yeah. take Jimmy Graham over Jared Cook right now. <laughs> Jared, Jared Cook. He's going to be remembered for those like six amazing games that he had with the Saints in two years. Um, that's Adam Trout. They need to they need to start phasing in Adam Troutman. We need to hear Adam Troutman's music. Um, but that's it. I mean, the Saints they get they gotta get to they gotta get to if they can get to three and two, we'll feel so. If they get to they can win and get to three and two, we'll feel so much better about it because then you can look at it and you can be like, look, they played a Packers team that's really good. And the game of the Raiders, they were winning seventeen to seven, and it just got fucking weird. But they're three and two; it's fine uh, going into the bye. But if they lose, if they lose at home again, 
and that then there would be one and two at home. I know it's weird because they don't have any you know, crowds, so that sort of mitigates it a little. But you got you still got to win your you still got to win your freaking home games, um, and they don't you know Tampa is is unfortunately Brady is as advertised or as what Tampa had hoped for. So they got to they got to win this freaking game. Uh, I want to say that everybody in the chat room, Andrew was right. Y'all were amazing tonight with the jokes and everything. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, we got 145 total listens, so that's really cool uh, with everybody tonight. When the, when the Saints win, our traffic goes up. It's like uh, it's like the Times Picayune. When the Saints win, they sell more papers. When the Saints win, more people listen. So that's good. Uh, but if you're not a patron, become a patron. It's amazing. Our booze bundle, the new shirt that Dave hooked us up with, with the new logo. It's amazing, and you get five ten percent off if you sign up and become uh, an annual patron. So. Uh, do it already. Um, so, Andrew, before we get out of here, give us one last update on Atlanta. Are they uh, are they still getting housed? Uh, currently, the score is twenty-seven to nine. Uh, well, that's good. Dan, final question, then we'll get out of here. Dave, Dan Quinn, coach of Atlanta this Sunday or not? Mm, no. Andrew. Nope. I think he's done. I think this is his he's last gonna game. Be, he's going to be the coach. They're not going to fire him on a short week. But after next week, maybe. So, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, for all the people that were drunk and cursing on the hotline, thanks for joining us. Until next week, the bar is closed. <laughs>